Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I'll give this little cookie an hour before we're doing the no pants dance. <laughs> Time to musk up. Wow. Never ceases to amaze me. What cologne are you going to go with? London gentleman or... Wait. No, no, no. Hold on. Blackbeard's delight. No. She gets a special cologne. It's called Sex Panther by Odeon. It's illegal in nine countries. Yep. It's made with bits of real panther. So you know it's good. It's quite pungent. Oh, yeah. Ooh, it's a formidable scent. It stings the nostrils. In a good way. Yeah. Brian, I'm going to be honest with you. That smells like pure gasoline. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. Well, let's go see if we can make this little kitty purr. What you, what you want, what you, what you want. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of The Lazy Geeks. Wow. <laughs> well, what just happened? <laughs> Tonight's sponsor is, is Menthol Cigarettes. <laughs> you know if we had sponsors, dude, we would, we would have, like, the worst of the worst. Yeah. Cold 45. <laughs> Cobra. <laughs> Crack cocaine. Like, what? <laughs> we got, uh, a from, marijuana dispensary in Northridge. It's <laughs> yeah, all bad. Uh, our this week's sponsor is the Red Light District. Yeah. Be sure to catch up all their fetish porn on <laughs> this week. <laughs> this week. This week's sponsor is the condoms you buy at the dollar store <laughs> when you just don't give a fuck. <laughs> Uh, when you're just gonna rip it off anyway when she's not looking dollar store condoms <laughs> oh. oh man they may not protect you against pregnancy but they'll definitely protect you from getting laid that's right <laughs> when you pull one of those out <laughs> fucking someone's pulling up anchor and dipping dude <laughs> 
No more. Oh my we'll see no more. Okay, now we need to move. <laughs> oh, welcome everybody to uh, podcast number 70, Stay Classy Internet. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Steve. I'm um Adam. <laughs> like I forgot. I'm uh shit. Uh Adam. Well, the reason why I, the reason why I'd actually decide I was thinking, oh yeah, we should introduce ourselves because yeah, we don't always introduce. That's why I was like, um, I'm Adam, I guess. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, because we never do, and then we always randomly throw out the names and people are like, yeah, you know, the one guy, the one that doesn't sound like he's from like you know South Boston, that guy, or <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like we do the podcast from like different ends of the country. You know? I know. It's probably other because we we do get a lot of uh um what we consider foreign people um <laughs> listening to the podcast and I'm sure they they're probably confused as fuck. Yeah. Like, are these people from the same place? <laughs> no, we're not yeah. even from the same planet. <laughs> we're from the same place, the universe, motherfucker. <laughs> it's all connected. <sighs> we're a tinfoil hat shit. <laughs> we're, we form a symbiont circle. Oh Jesus! <laughs> As like, at least that's how George Lucas puts it. <laughs> yeah, he puts a lot of things a lot of different ways. <laughs> yeah, and then changes it later. <laughs> okay, let's let's move on from that bullshit. Why? You, so we're just introducing ourselves so people know. Yeah, who the fuck is talking? Yeah, who, okay. are, who, who are who? Who the fuck are these guys? Okay, <laughs> that's what we're doing. The one who has an incredibly sexy voice would be Adam. Boom. <laughs> It's like, no. Uh, and the one with all the intelligence would be Steve. Yeah. The one who doesn't know what he's talking about half the fucking time. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Usually I'm like, wait, what? What's going on? Sorry, I'm just playing with my angry bird plushie. Yeah, I won it from a Denny's uh, claw machine, my friend. You, you actually won things out of Dude, it? Dude, I always... You know that Denny's um, right by my old place? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always, every fucking time I go, I win something out of that claw machine. Well, yeah, when you break the glass and pop it one. I do it legit. I do it legit. (laughs) Every single – I'm really good at those claw machines. Now, there are claw machines that are just fucking rigged. Like the claw grabs something and it just slides off of it. Bleah. You're like, really? Yeah. Yeah. When they put DW, they um, line it with DW40 motor yeah. oil. <laughs> or it just doesn't even, it doesn't even look like it closes. Like it's just <laughs> Like what the hell? We just put some 40 weight on there. That should keep anybody from getting <laughs> in. Uh, so uh, recently we had, I know we mentioned before that we had a Google Plus um, page, but now we've officially done an official Lazy Geeks uh, Google Plus page. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> motherfucker. Excuse me. Uh, but you know, I was I was doing it because you know I'm pretty. I, I don't know if you guys can tell. I'm not a fan. <laughs> you know, I I just don't. I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna check it out because I know um you've done a proper. It was what we we're gonna talk about. We you've done a proper fan page. All Steve, by the way, hooked this up. <laughs> You know, I'm sure it looks lovely. I haven't even been to it yet. Um, but I do need to check it out. I mean, you know what? Fuck it. Keep talking. I'm going to check it out right now. Shit. Uh, but, you know, I was, you know, you're going on there and, you know, you can, add, you know, you add pictures and then you can, you know, you link all the stuff. It, it's basically like a, a, a normal fan page that you get off Facebook. But I was, as I was going through everything, I really found that there's a lot of shortcomings on it. Like you have to have a main account in order to, you know, add it and then you can add other people as administrators or whatever but like facebook it's linked to your regular google plus account but i was thinking like a couple of things that are lame is that they have 
like they say, oh yeah, promote your page. All it does is it posts it on your Google Plus main page. Yeah, that's helping. Yeah, like it doesn't allow you access to Twitter. It doesn't. You can't get an RSS feed. Like you can't, like on uh, like the way you do uh, through like Facebook, you can put an, your the URL from the website in there, so then it can automatically upload all that stuff. It doesn't do that. That's fail, dude. Like it, that's that shit that should be coming standard right off the bat. Dude. Yeah, you know, and it was a lot of stuff like that that I was like going. God, it's just – it's very, very limited as far as what it can do, and I'm thinking, you know, what is in the next API? You know, <laughs> you, know, I, <laughs> you know, it's like what, what, what are we, what are we doing here? And um, but yeah, I, I think there's there's a lot of shortcomings to it, and I think that as people started to use more of um, of Google Plus, unless Google Plus really steps up and starts making it give you more functionality to like. To promote people because like they say, oh, yeah, you can promote your business and shit like that. And I, I'm looking at it. I'm like going, yeah, but you can link stuff to it and you can put like in there just, you know, visit the site or whatever. But you, you, <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I went to the Google Plus page and then I was, you know, disappointed. So I moved to my Facebook page to check some shit. And I saw that stupid picture that you put. It says, go save yourself from the zombies. Oh, the and it has one? a fucking kitten. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> shit is hilarious isn't it oh fucking love fucking love george did you Takai. put that did you put that on the lazy geeks no i put that on my own personal i'm one. gonna i'm gonna put it on the lazy geeks there you go. so you guys can enjoy it yeah um but yeah you know so i mean we're on google you know we i update it with because um, you have to manually do that shit update yeah. it with <laughs> with articles and stuff like that and uh until they can you know integrate it with twitter i know google likes to like think they can do everything themselves but you can't <laughs> you really can't Mm-mm. um but uh yeah you should really you guys really should um, get to work on that and uh, you know what they have an opportunity because one glaring benefit that google has that facebook doesn't is google owns one of the most popular phone operating systems yeah and they are directly linked to the phone through a google account um i've seen the recent commercial where it puts all the pic- dude loses his fucking phone and oh. and he's like oh shit i lost the pictures of my kid you know i've been in that exact situation and the same thing happened i was like oh no it's on my google account this is before google plus but it was it was on my like picasa account right so yes google is you know cool that way of course who knows who's gonna see them pictures you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> but uh that's the sole I- reason why adam is like against google plus because of their privacy shit and they want to share everything I- I like my my freedom and my privacy. Yeah, because you know, once once he gets out the kind of you know fetish porn you like, then it's all downhill from there. I'm open about that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, it's whatever. You know. <laughs> yeah, but it's that that short stint with the drug cartel. I might have to edit that out. We all gotta make money. <laughs> I'm just that's beside the point. We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about. Google Plus and how it's lame. <laughs> um, I do hope they they up the game up though. Yeah. If they don't soon, it's just gonna. Yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna be the next Google Wave. <laughs> it's gonna, gonna be the next MySpace. Now it'll be Friendster because even MySpace was cool for a little while. Is Friendster still even around? I have no fucking clue, dude. <laughs> Let's move to oh the next one's mine. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> in this age where texting. <laughs> Is prevalent. <laughs> Steve, Friendster does exist, but it's like a game thing. Um, Steve <laughs> has a tendency. 
and this isn't a bad tendency, to communicate with me through texting. Just because it's the only way I can get to you. That's fine. <laughs> now, one thing that happens when speaking about something complex through texting is confusion or misunderstandings or questions being asked that you know you don't you don't you might not catch the question the question doesn't get sent or, or just skimming or skimming the actual text <laughs> skimming the text because you're doing other shit you know stuff like that um where confusion happens and what does confusion breed my friend it breeds anger <laughs> okay <laughs> um recently and this is probably like one of four arguments that we've had that started out the same exact way and I'm not going to get into the specific stuff because it's lazy, lazy geeks behind the scenes business. <laughs> this is like a business meeting, okay? Yeah. That went horribly wrong. <laughs> I um, told you she wasn't 18. <laughs> well, let's 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 leave that out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, basically, he told me he he didn't tell me what it, what was going on, but he he said he wanted something to be this way, and how did I feel about it? I asked him. To further clarify it. So there's two problems here. And we both made a mistake. And I think Steve will agree on this. One, I skimmed it and then asked him to explain it to me. <laughs> That's kind of a bullshit mistake. <laughs> two, he didn't say, asshole, read the text. Or he didn't try to explain it to me in a different way or anything like that. Now, at the time, my my freaking grandfather was yakking in my ear. I had other people. Like, I literally, if you were in my room, you would have went, oh. Because <laughs> it, it was nuts. So confusion, I went three steps ahead um, when I shouldn't have, you know, because, you know, we're a team. We work together. And then, you know, someone became a little bitch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, we got kind of angry or whatever, just, you know, a little heated. We're not children. We weren't like, fuck you, asshole. You know, we just, you know, whatever. Well, we didn't and, make the mother comments, but that's normal. Yeah, those are just, you know, you're being a bitch or you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Um <laughs> So what what dawned on me, and rather quickly dawned on me, is that we need to find a more concrete way to have conversations <laughs> when we're talking about important shit. You know, so and let, it's let, not easy for us anymore because of the fact that we live in other states now. <laughs> the problem is, is we both currently live in the 21st century. So there's there's multiple doing, ways to do this. Yes, we can do this like we're doing now. We could do Facebook video chat, which when you said that, I completely forgot it existed. Yeah. I was even going to say, dude, let's just do – I was thinking too after I said I go, we could have even just done a Google Hangout. <laughs> We're not doing a Google Hangout. That's not, that's not what's going to happen. <laughs> you know, top ten things that aren't going to happen. That's on that list. Jump um, on stick them or something. You know? The only reason I brought this up is because A, I thought it was funny <laughs> um, and B – I, I want you know anybody out there who is doing a project for whatever school or just fucking around with their friends, make sure we all know like we're all on the same page. You know what I mean? Like make sure everybody isn't conf- there isn't one person in the group that doesn't know what the fuck's going on, yeah. and then the other one thinks that they know what's going on. When in the age in the 21st century where everything is text or email, it it and it's very hard or tweet. I don't know how you convey messages to one another, but you know it's it's very hard to get inflection. Yes, know? and the problem is is, is Steve and I are very sarcastic <laughs> and we're very um, ironic. I would say you know like a typical person nowadays. But the problem is is that goes over very badly. <laughs> 
Especially if you're confused with something else or you're annoyed by something else, it just compounds and then it's just like, you know what? Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Because it was funny because we kept, I would say like, you know, I would say a joke and then to me that read everything was fine. And then see, because I like, like basically fuck you. And then I'm, I'm like, but he basically was clearing it up at the end too. And I'm like, no, fuck you. It was it was interesting. <laughs> and then when there's that lag between, you know, then... no, I got I got because I, you know, I was dealing with some personal issues at the time, too. I got so mad. I turned off my computer <laughs> because I knew that I was just going to keep saying stupid shit. Like I literally said, folks, I'm throwing a fit right here. <laughs> Not only did I admit throwing a fit, I also explained the location. <laughs> that's that's pretty that's when you've you've gone too far yeah. you, you need to take a step back you know get a cup of tea you know right, get a smoke right. whatever you do you know but uh, uh that's all i wanted to say about that i just thought it was funny uh now this actually kind of works this is actually a good segue into yeah, <laughs> if you'd like if you'd like all the fun of that yeah actually uh yeah that uh we're actually uh, looking for contributors to the site. Obviously, not a paid gig. Um, I got when I start getting paid. Yeah, you get paid. <laughs> we'll look at getting you guys paid. Um, so, what we're looking for are people that you know. If you're one of those guys that likes to get like the um, the newest video games or the MMOs or you know play all that shit, or you know you have comic books that you read and stuff like that that we don't cover on the site we want to bring you on board so we're looking for people that want to review stuff not some primarily you know reporting news but if you report if you want to report stuff that we don't cover you know like i don't know like other shows or you know movies that we don't cover but yeah like not not news like we do every day on the site because i think we got that yeah but it um like if you want to do – like one thing we don't have is, for instance, like this is an example, we never talk about manga. Right. Because we don't know much about it. I recently bought a few, yeah. but I'm nowhere near knowing anything about it. Right. Or so if there's heavy- someone out there that knows about that, you yeah. can shout some stuff out. Yeah, or heavily into anime, things like that that we don't normally do. Um, we'd like to hear from you. All you need to do is uh, send us a sample of you know of your style because for us we don't have like we're not like ign or you know games we don't get paid. <laughs> well not so much because we're not pretentious you know you just have to basically show your passion for i'm a little pretentious i'm gonna be honest with you. you are that shit better be re- legit no, I'm <laughs> um we, we really just want people that are passionate about what they want to write if you're passionate about comics Write about your favorite issue of of Spider Man or you know whatever it is you know or your favorite video game if you're like well yeah I want to write a video game but remember this isn't going to be used like if if we say yeah cool you know you can contribute to us we're not going to use your submission um, on the site so write about whatever you know um, the reason I do that is mostly because of the fact that you know what if, if it's if it's something cool that you would like to get published, then don't then don't send that as your submission. Just do whatever, you know. Uh, make it cool. Write whatever you would like to hear. That's what we do, and that's kind of the whole purpose of the site is to to write what interests you. Write it. Write reviews that you would like to see. But on you know a little a little bit of structure here, read the site if you yeah. have it. It has to fit in the general scheme of things. Like if you send me an article about the ten best 
knitting techniques. <laughs> that's, I mean, it might be a beautiful article. Maybe I'll knit you a sweater, but we're not going to put it on the site. Right. You know, so you need to – I will not knit a sweater, by the way. I tried doing that once, frustrated the shot. I almost stabbed somebody with the damn knitting needle. I'm surprised you didn't. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, but, just, but, yeah, it just has to fit the – you know, the geek stuff, the video games, the, yeah. the comics, the pop culture, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, so if, if anything like that, if you want to contribute or you're you can interested, you talk about sex too. You can talk about sex. Yeah, that's fine. Um, also, you know, just we're we we just want to, you know, we want to see you on board. So go ahead and uh, submit anything that you um, submit any written original written piece uh, to thelazygeeks at gmail dot com. Obviously, put in your name and stuff like that, and then we can get in touch with you, let you know, you know, hey, yeah, we liked it or. <laughs> Um, thanks, but we we are looking at other options at this time. You know, no, I'm gonna tell them straight up, no, <laughs> it ain't working, dude. Just, just an email with just no on it. I guess, I guess, I guess you can keep faking it till you make it, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I would do that. <laughs> That's horrible, dude. Honestly, uh, honestly, though, if it's if it's you know spelling and punk, like keep we're not we're not texting each other like spelling and punctuation syntax that needs to be legit i'll probably do some light editing um if it falls more in a category of things that i'm interested in and i'm sure steve will do the same if it falls in more of a category of things that he's interested in um that doesn't mean it has to be something we like for it to be on the site you know of course that's that would be ridiculous like <laughs> like i don't like that particular movie fucking axe you know that's yeah. just, you know. No, it, it, we won't. We won't do that. We'll just make sure that it, it's it's good and you know any kind of sometimes factual errors. Also, too, if you're linking, if you're referencing something, it's always good to link your reference. So you know you can always check we, on that. We try to keep it legit. Yeah, I'm trying very hard to keep it legit because <laughs> that was a problem that I had. Like I wasn't trying to be an ass. I just wasn't. You know, I wasn't. It's a learning experience, okay? But you know, this is also too. You don't have to be a professional writer. You, if it's even if it's something like maybe you like, oh, I've always thought about doing that. Write it for yourself and see what you think, and then submit it because you don't know, you know. And that's the thing with us. I mean, this we're not. We don't claim to be journalists. We're not journalists. So that's one of the things we're just just badass. <laughs> we're just fans of something, and that's what we're trying to do. So, yeah. So uh, go ahead and uh, again email your submissions to thelazygeeks at gmail dot com, and uh, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and um, check it out and uh, let you guys know. So hope to hear that's from you guys. Right. All right. And what else are we talking about now that we're done with that bullshit? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh. The- yeah. We both played um, Star Wars: The Old Republic, um, the free weekend. Also, I wrote a bit of a first impression, not a full review because I only played for the weekend. Um, but I did a little first impression article that, um, well, Steve liked. I don't, I don't know <laughs> who else liked it. Um, that came up on Saturday. Um, let's go into, well, I guess I'll say my first impressions first because they're positive. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed the game um one of the main things i liked was how the story well the story in general and how it progresses bioware really did blend their particular choose your own waybook style of story um with an mmo very successfully and i thought that was just amazing um voice acting all around which is cool even if it's not the greatest voice acting which it is but even if it, it lacks sometimes who gives a shit at least it's voice acting you're gonna have to read it um, the 
the classes were were really good. You know, it starts out with just four classes, but then each class can branch into two different advanced classes. Ergo, giving you eight classes. Um, <laughs> the I just it was it was just good. Like you know what I mean? Like I just I can't. The only thing I think I really said bad, and this goes into something that Steve I know was going to talk about, is for someone who isn't used to an MMO style of video game, the tutorial was lacking, and I felt. Yeah, there's little pop-ups and shit, but you're on a. No one's gonna read it. I mean, they might, but even then, if they if they're not, if they've never played an MMO before or never played a traditional MMO, because there's other MMOs out there that aren't like a traditional MMO. Star Wars, um, The Old Republic is like a traditional MMO. Um, they're not gonna catch on with with stuff like that. And that's not their fault. And I felt that the game was so high quality that not having a high quality tutorial kind of didn't fit. Um, but other than that, the game was splendid because I knew what the fuck I was doing. So that didn't really bug me. But, uh, what, what, what you got to (laughs) say? Well, uh, actually, I mean, you know, when I, when I got into it, it really was, it really was an impactful game. Like the whole opening movie, the crawl, you know, that whole bit really drew you in. Like you were excited to play this and, you know, um, you know, I the only other MMO I've played has been STO, and uh, the, the for me, I now, uh, yeah, I was getting frustrated at some stuff because I didn't know <laughs> about some of the stuff I had to do. Straight up rage quit, dude. But, You're like, uh, fuck this shit, quit. But but also too, it was Sunday night, and it was yes, just like, true. you know, um, but I uh, up to They're that all point, mad at me and shit. <laughs> but up to that point, I was having a good time. And uh, I mean, I I liked the attention to detail. The graphics were cool. Um, I you know the the you know being the 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 badass with a, a Padawan blade, <laughs> you know was was cool. I I did I did like it, and the the missions weren't that difficult. It wasn't hard to follow, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, you know there were certain little aspects that I probably could have used to help make my experience a little better. You know, maybe a little more because, you know, because when I I did that and then I did STO um, helping uh, old man dude uh, set up his STO account, their tutorial was a little more here. Do this or if you want to do this, do this, you know, and it's it's I mean, and not in an insulting way. It holds your hand a little bit more. Yeah. In the beginning. Yeah. And but once you get past that tutorial, then it's like, motherfucker, you want your own. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome to Starfleet, bitch. Yeah, and and that was and and I kind of I you know for somebody that may not have been used to it or somebody that would have said you know what that's cool I would have liked to you know play that but you know I would know and doing it on my own but uh, you know it was it was cool overall I thought it was cool the graphics were great the the action sequences really worked out well I was really impressed with it and. Um, I mean, obviously, too, you know, it was a trial weekend, so obviously if life happened, you didn't have a whole lot of time to really learn the game, and I, I think if, you know, if I had more time, I probably would have, you know, okay, you know, would have been frustrated, went back to it, and then did it again later. But I, uh, on the other hand, got my first lightsaber and left the uh, beginning. You know? <laughs> Not trying to brag. No, I mean, what it is, is it's it's the it's the difference between who's more experienced because with me i'm flying through it i was closing all the tutorials you know because it it wasn't it wasn't important to me because i already knew what i was doing 
but you know, obviously Steve's, you know, he's a gamer, but he's not, he doesn't play MMOs. Yeah. You know, so console. Yeah. You like know, right, he's... like right now, I'm starting over. Uh, well, I'm not starting over. I'm actually finally starting the whole Uncharted um, saga. So starting with Uncharted one, and uh, yeah, so. That, see, I'm used to that stuff, like point and shoot or figure it out or, you know, all that stuff. I'm cool with that. It's just the MMO stuff that I'm not all that. Unlike me, who handles it all <laughs> with clarity and dignity. Yeah. But overall, I think we both had positive views on it. I, yeah. Like, you know, like Adam was expecting me to just rage about the game, and I was like, going, no, you know, and I'm going to give it an honest review. Oh. Well, let's, let's be completely honest. You were really pissed off. Well, yeah, because I kept kept trying to figure out what the fuck was going. He did his he did his typical. I don't care. I'm doing something else. Yeah, he always does that when he gets really angry. He's like, I don't care anymore. No, that's great. Yeah, that's huh. Yeah, like, well, then, whatever. Then, dude. I, <laughs> then I started doing Uncharted, and I felt at peace. Yeah, because so. he actually could win something. Aww. <laughs> no, because the story in the original Uncharted, because oh, I fuck yeah, Uncharted is shit. I, 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 you know, I haven't really. I played a little bit of two. I hadn't played three because you know Asian Fury told me you, you should play one. So it took me a while until I found one and started playing it. And the fucking story is fucking amazing. You fuck, know, fuck, fuck. Yeah. Tell me about the Hunger Games. Oh yeah. So I don't know why I keep yawning. Um, maybe because it's twelve twenty at night. It's twelve. Um, it's twelve twenty at night. We're twenty six right. minutes into this thing. So the Hunger Games. I saw that today. Dude, this roundtable is going long. <laughs> that might be the whole podcast. I, I might know. just skip over the news. Um, <laughs> and I saw releases and all that other stuff. Yeah, Thank I saw. I saw. <laughs> I saw the Hunger Games. Um, and well, you know, been breaking box off records for a reason. Uh, really good movie. A lot. You know, it was, it was a darker movie and stuff like that at some points. But I like how it, it did. Yeah, it was about the games and stuff, but it focused a lot on how screwed up their society is and how jaded the rich people are. It, just, it was it was good. The only bad part was, is afterwards it could take that leak, you know. Yeah. Damn, urinal overflows. <laughs> and that was whatever, you know, because it wasn't, you know, it wasn't yellow water. It was just whatever. And, every, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to dip out. And there's a lot of people in the bathroom, and they're like, oh, my God, I can't. Oh, the water's going to touch my feet. And they wouldn't move out of the way. And I literally said to somebody, hey, could you quit being a little bitch and get out of my way? <laughs> and they looked at me like all shocked and then moved out of the way. You know, And I danced right over that water like <laughs> a boss. I didn't have to stop. <laughs> it, it literally looked like they were surrounded by zombies, and it was coming closer and closer. It's like, <laughs> guys, it's water. Let's let's <laughs> Let's move along, dude. But um yeah and uh let's quickly go into 8-bit Google Maps which yeah. is just amazing. Yeah. Um if it, I'm sure it's April Fools. Uh, we're recording this podcast now it's officially April Fools. Um and uh Google Maps decided to do something pretty fucking awesome. Uh an 8-bit Google Map. And the greatest thing about that is like start your quest press here. Yeah, it's awesome. It is awesome. The whole continental United States in 8-bit is Oh man. I remember Geek Cray goes to me because I instantly recognize the artwork and music score of Dragon Warrior from the original NES. <laughs> Boom. That was funny too cuz like I saw I think it was I was wired or somebody posted that on their Twitter account and I went, "What?" and I went over there and I go, "It looks the same." And then I see I see Quest over to the side. I'm like, "What?" press on that i'm like yes <laughs> that is so you want, awesome you want to hear the saddest and also the funniest thing you'll hear all day just real quick hmm. my ex-girlfriend's birthday is april fools 
Ooh. Now that's funny in itself. Yes. But you know what's even worse? What? It was a scheduled C section. <laughs> that's yeah. just that's just that's that just, marinate. Yeah, that's being born under a bad sign. Oh, that's geez. that's you know, and she really wasn't the same ever since. Um, <laughs> right. let's, let's move on that note. Let's uh, let's hop into the news. Let's hop right into the news. So here's some bad news, which seems to be commonplace nowadays. Um, uh, well, you know, what? I'm gonna start with a bit of good news to soften the blow a bit. Even though SimCity is an EA game and will be available on Origin, it isn't limited to it. SimCity will be available on other digital distribution platforms, meaning Steam. Um, <laughs> SimCity is set for a 2013 release. Um, Stone Lebrandi, lead designer of SimCity, has confirmed you will be required to be connected to the internet to play the game at all times. Ugh. You will need to be connected through Origin in order in order to play, even if that wasn't the place that you bought the game. So, <laughs> sure, you can buy the game on Steam. You're still going to have to download Origin, That's right? That's so bullshit. This is a trend we're seeing with Diablo 3 being a more recent title. Um, a more recent title to do this. Uh, SimCity does make a bit of bit of sense because the game pulls data from EA servers at all times to give the game regional impact and use global economy and things like that and all that bullshit. Not to mention the new focus on multiplayer as well. That doesn't mean everyone isn't going to be upset about it. Yeah, yeah it's pretty fail, dude. I mean, it's I'm getting so I mean, I know piracy sucks, but it's just this <laughs> sucks too. It's like a way to punish people who don't pirate. Yeah, I know. Or punish people that do pirate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it punishes everybody. Stop stop allowing those programmers to release the game before it's actually before it's actually out. Yeah, 99% of the time it's because the fucking people on the inside release the game. Bitches. Oh, man. Oh, that sucks. I mean, it's it is such bullshit cuz like you have to be connected to it and it's like, like I'm really excited for that game cuz I love the SimCity series, but I hate that shit. Yeah. And it feels like Diablo 3 all over again. Yeah. Cuz I was really excited for Diablo 3 and I'm not really anymore even I I got the release date for that game and I was like, yeah, that's great. I just got tired <laughs> of the carrot on the stick bullshit. Um but then it's like constant and it's I con- and- it's constantly like just a tip, just a tip. Yeah. And oh, that that reminds me um we were talking earlier about um this is off topic, but it's hilarious. Uh, Lost. <laughs> and how, how I don't like Lost. And I said one of the funniest things I ever said, and I said it just without even thinking. Okay? And it makes it kind of makes no sense, but it's hilarious. So someone said, why don't you like Lost? I said, because they're always teasing you. It's like a giant cock tease. <laughs> and they go, they go, yeah, but that's the whole point. I said, listen, if I wanted a proper cock tease, I'd have a Bavarian hooker just blow on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you know when I said that? A meeting at NQ. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Case in point. Yeah. Let's move into your Let's go um, rundown. Let's get to the comic rundown. So Warner Brothers has decided to have this legal issue with the original creators of Superman settled once and for all. Well, they decided in their favor, of course. So far, every legal hearing has gotten worse and worse for Warner Brothers, with lower courts resulting in uh, Jerry Siegel recapturing half the original Superman rights in 2008 and Joe Schuster scheduled to get his half in 2013. Yeah. Warners has taken their case to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals and hopes that in the end they will retain the copyrights. If Warner loses this case, you thought the last reboot was big. Because <laughs> they would have to get rid of everything related to Superman, like anything that origins they came up through uh, through Siegel and Schuster. Can you imagine that? 
That would be pretty lame, dude. That would be. Uh, Marvel is teasing fans with images of Spider-Men. Many have speculated that Marvel is planning to cross over the Amazing Spider-Man with the Ultimate Universe version. Some are even claiming that this could mark the return of Peter Parker in the Ultimate Universe. We all... What we do know is that Marvel has revealed one of the Spider-Men in the image, and it is the classic Amazing Spider-Man. Could the interwebs rumors be right? God, I hope not. I really don't want to see Ultimate and Classic Spider-Man together I, again. That would be dumb. To me, it just seems like, okay, Infinite Earths. We're gonna, you know, yeah. It's Marvel's version of going after Infinite Earths. Um, the Rocketeer fans have a reason to rejoice Coming in August, the Dave Stevens classic, The Rocketeer, will return in The Rocketeer, Cargo of Doom. Mark Wade and artist Chris Samney are uh, the creative forces behind the title. This, quote, high-flying, unquote, adventure centers on a mysterious tanker that pulls into L.A. Harbor with some dangerous cargo, or as the INS calls it, a new batch of American workers. Sorry, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I had to say that. That's just not right. <laughs> uh, this week, Avengers vs. X-Men issue 0 went on sale, and Diamond Distributing claims that all issues have been sold out and a second printing will be released in May. In, yeah. a, re- in a related story, last week we mentioned that issue 1 of the series was shipped early. Now it seems that issues have surfaced online and are going as high as 50 bucks, not including shipping. Just wait the damn week and pay four bucks for it, okay? Yeah, it's like, come on. Dude. Yeah, you don't need. Yeah. It's like the guy that paid two hundred dollars for the advanced copy of Modern Warfare Three. Like, or at least, at least bootleg after it's not popular anymore. <laughs> you know, yeah. wait a couple weeks. Like, don't, don't be a dick. Yeah. You don't, I mean? don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Lastly. Godzilla King of the Monsters will be making a return in a new ongoing series. IDW had a limited run series which ended back in February, but the new series will pick up five years after the last issue and focus on a group of mercenaries hired to track down and take out the beasts. Expect to see that series begin in May. 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 (laughs) So, uh... (laughs) Sega is planning a restructuring, and with that comes bad news. <laughs> yeah, usually. Um, employee redundancies will come in effect with multiple game projects being canceled. Um, unannounced game projects. So, you know, like 15 Sonic things, and, you know. <laughs> um, Sega believes. Uh, what? Sega believes it will record. <laughs> I don't know. What are they yeah. Sega believes it will record $243 million in profit for, tw- for the 12 months. Uh, ending March 2012. A large chunk of that is set aside for the restructuring process. However, there is no other details at this time, and nobody has announced which projects are getting cut. More news as it comes in. And you know that this uh, also, I didn't really elaborate in the article, layoffs are coming up. Um, I mean, just, it sucks. This happens too much in the damn gaming industry. Like, everybody's restructuring. Yeah. Oh, God. That sucks so bad, dude. But it, And it's Sega. But when was the last big thing Sega did? Um, See, you can't even you don't can't even remember. Uh, <laughs> there had to be something that wasn't Sonic. <laughs> oh 
I'm gonna go, I'm gonna Wikipedia that bitch. All right, well, while you do that, I think I'm gonna jump into the movie rundown. All right. Uh, sad news for all for hopeful Terra Nova fans. Netflix has passed on bringing the prehistoric drama to the streaming service as an original series. Most people say it had a lot to do with the budget, but Netflix is turning its attention to the soon-to-be-canceled ABC series The River. Twentieth is claiming the fight isn't over, but it is, man. Just deal with it. It's, it's over. It's yeah, over. it's over. But it's better for you. Just accept yeah. it. Yeah. Move on. That's just let the, it. Just let it happen. That's a whole part of the healing process. That's right. Yeah. You gotta grieve. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson will be returning as Black Widow in Iron Man three. Cast yes, will. Yeah. In a casting notice that went out in Wilmington, North Carolina, for day players, the cast list in the notice included Don Cheadle and Scarlett Johansson returning in their respective roles. So that means I get a third movie to see Scarlett in that nice form-fitting outfit. Uh, then I can actually stop ruining my copy of iron man 2 oh yeah. <laughs> took it to the next level yeah warner brothers confirmed yeah <laughs> like, with, i'm proud of that shit <laughs> warner brothers confirms that liam neeson will return in the dark knight rises in a press release for the newly released wrath of the titans warner brothers placed liam neeson's credit which included the phrasing will be seen in this summer's the dark knight rises it'd be nice to see him coming back to complete the circle with raz al ghul that would be cool. Razad <laughs> Doctor Who is going to the planet of Scarrow, or should I say the ruins of Scarrow. After a season hiatus, Stephen Moffat is bringing back the Daleks in a huge way. And the new series is expected to start with Doctor Who with and the Pawns arriving on the battle-ravaged homeworld of Scarrow. Obviously, it's building to the 50th anniversary of the series. Now, on a related note, Stars wants more Torchwood, but it's waiting for Davies. While the American media can't comprehend that Torchwood isn't canceled but not officially renewed, Stars president told the UK's Metro that they want more Torchwood but are waiting for Russell T. Davies to be ready. After Davies' partner was diagnosed with brain cancer, he put his career on hold to be with him. How Chris, do they not get that? It's on hiatus. They they can't. Every time you read it on like, uh, like Deadline and other ones, they keep saying, like, oh, it's canceled. They get it when it happened to Community. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Stupid. Yeah. Chris Albrecht said that Torchwood was, quote, not one of those shows we went into thinking about a yearly return. And the whole Ooh. reason for the delay was Davies. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and lastly, Anchorman 2. Oh. <laughs> Will Ferrell and crew have finally negotiated the return of Ron Burgundy and the crew for a sequel to the film Anchorman. Will Ferrell made his announcement in character on the Conan O'Brien show this past week. Writing the script will begin immediately. Much the reason for the delay was Paramount's lack of interest in doing the sequel. It makes me wonder just what kind of deal they made. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because you know Will Ferrell was pulling that weight, dude. Like, oh, he yeah. probably wanted to revisit it. He, he because probably... honestly, there's no reason for. It's going to be awesome, but there really is no logical reason for a sequel yeah but there's also no real reason for a will ferrell movie but that's true they, they do it anyway i'm thinking he probably said oh all right you want me to do this shit project you do mine i want to i want to see casa de la padre too. <laughs> i want to go to the theater and see that shit <laughs> that should be interesting oh god and uh, he's, he's with real hot chick in that movie man oh, he always is every time yeah. he, he always ends up with a chick that's way way out of his league why is that out of his league men chicks dig that sense of humor dude yeah but you right now <laughs> look at some of the chicks that i've been, um went out with 
(laughs) (laughs) Anyway. That's right. Let's move right along. (laughs) Oh, also, I looked up Sega. So some of the games that were in development were like (laughs) Yakuza 5, the Doctor Who adventure games, um, Aliens, Colonial Marines, Fantasy Star Online 2, the re-release of Jet Set Radio. Virtual Fighter Five, basically so things nothing. that could be better done by other studios. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Sega just fails. Yeah, and it used to be badass, man. Uh, oh well. Jet Set, Jet Set, Jet Set Radio. <laughs> Love that game. Dreamcast. What? Give me a little journey. Let's have a journey moment right now. Um, what? <laughs> you started. Why are we having a journey moment? Oh, because of my article. There you go. Well, because I'm still reading the Sega thing, and then you're like, journey <laughs> moment. And then I thought of that commercial, and I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> a lot of hot chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> All right, so Journey was a well... Re- <laughs> We're talking about the game now. Yeah. Um, journey was a well-received and well-reviewed downloadable game that had has enjoyed a good amount of popularity since release. Any way you want it, <laughs> that's the way you need it. <laughs> Nothing to do with the game. Yeah. Um, now Sony has announced Journey is the fastest selling um, SCEA region PSN game. I love when it's the best and then a bunch of detail. Yeah. Uh, PSN game in recorded history. Previously, that title was held by Infamous 2 Festival of Luke. I think it's supposed to be Blood. Electric Boogaloo. I think a little typo happened. Uh, and this is a quote uh, We thank you so much for your support. We for spending time and money to play our game and for, for that was weird uh, for <laughs> spreading the word about Journey to your dear friends and family said that game company co-founder uh, Genova Chen in a post on the PlayStation blog. We have received more letters from fans in the last weeks in the last in the two Jesus why am I having a hard time with this <laughs> from fans in the two weeks since Journey's launch. Than we did for Flower over the past few years. By the way, they also made Flower. Um, if you can't get enough of the game and want more, Chen has announced that Journey Score, composed by Austin Wintory, um, will be coming to the PSN Store and iTunes on April 10th. Um, I haven't played the game, and everyone tells me it's incredibly short, but it's okay. I don't, I don't know how that works. Like you're supposed to go on that journey. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I. That's cool, I guess, but. Uh, it looks like an interesting game, something original. The whole point of it is you're these like you're this little dude or these two little dudes, and you have to get to um, this mountain, and that it's a journey to the mountain. That's it. And it sounds so stupid, but so I mean, it's the largest selling game on PSN in the SCEA region. You know. <laughs> yeah, so, you got to make sure you clarify that one. Just to your rundown, dude. I'm I'm confused already. <laughs> I'm still messed up from the journey moment thing. <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, well, Time Warner and Comcast customers unable to access HBO Go app on the 360. This was supposed to be a good day for Xbox 360 owners, except Time Warner and Comcast have chosen not to allow their customers access uh, to the app on their consoles. Bitches. No reason was given as to why they denied them access, but for a complete list of who is allowing you to access, you can check out our website, thelazygeeks.com. I just gave you the reason. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> 
old credit card info may be lifted from even your restored Xbox 360. In a a recent experiment, researchers claim that they can access your personal information from a 360's hard drive even after the disk was reformatted. Using a modding tool, uh, they were able to access the the previous owner's credit information, and after purchasing a refurbished device from an authorized dealer, Microsoft released in a statement, quote, Xbox is not designed to store credit card data locally on the console, and as mu- as such s- seems unlikely, credit card data was recovered by the method described. Additionally, when Microsoft refurbish- refurbishes used consoles, we have a process in place to wipe the local hard drives of any user data. We can assure Xbox u- um, owners we take privacy and security of their personal data very seriously much like they do in all their other stuff when they have problems. <laughs> but honestly, though, and I did an article on this too. Yeah, I know. That's where I got the quote from. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. my shit was more well done. Um, you had uh, Microsoft's response. What? Had the, you had Microsoft's response. I did the one on the study. <laughs> I just think it was one thing that I said at the end of my article was – um. You know, if this is even possible, thank the research group because the cat's out of the fucking bag now. <laughs> well, the thing was is like in the they said that they they were able to use a modeling tool. It said it took them a little time, but the person that were doing it, they're not gamers. So they said if somebody was a little more sophisticated and used to it, they w- it would have taken less time to get into it. And they said they purchased it from an authorized. They were just MIT fucking specialists and yeah. shit, you know. They said that they did it from and they bought it from an uh, uh, authorized reseller. So you know, GameStop. What? Dun dun dun. <laughs> well, BlackBerry is finally focusing on their business customers, trying to prevent their inevitable demise. BlackBerry is going to stop trying to quote be all things to all people. And they decided to focus on their business customers and are considering even partnering or licensing their product. This may be the right move in the right direction, but is it too little too late? And the answer why? would be yes. <laughs> yeah, why why are we still talking about Blackberries? Um, I don't I don't get it. It's one of those it's like Yahoo. Like you know they're gonna go. It's just how long will it take for them to understand that they're gonna go? That's another thing. Why did you even bring up Yahoo? Like what what the fuck? These two, Yahoo and BlackBerry, are like it's like big elephants in the room that just won't go away. Yeah, you know but, why? Why are they're like so- they're like that drunk uncle that always comes over for Thanksgiving yeah. and just stays and like grabs grabs like your cousin's ass like it's just yeah. awkward, you know? Yeah, just- and and even after the fact, you know, you're like, oh wow, I should get some sleep because I gotta I gotta work tomorrow. Yeah, all right, well, good night. And he just stays there watching TV. You're like, fuck. Yeah. You know? He stays there for like a week, never puts pants on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got to stop doing that, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yahoo and BlackBerry, though, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Get a clue. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. It's And it, it was funny because my mom just bought my sister a BlackBerry today. But she's 10. Yeah. So she asked me, and it was like 60 bucks. And she asked me. If this phone's on sale, prepaid, is it a good phone? I said, for a 10-year-old, yeah. <laughs> and she says, would it be a good phone for you? I'm like, after I broke it? No. <laughs> because I would be frustrated. <laughs> and I was trying to set it up for her, and I was like, I don't want to touch this phone. Like, it just, it's so old. Yeah. I had a, you know? I had a BlackBerry for the last, for my uh, my last job. They had us, they gave like issued a us, boss. they issued us BlackBerries, and I hated it. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, but see, it's free and you're not paying the bill. Right. That's different. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 
Oh, Blackberry. Yeah. Uh, there... oh, go ahead. Um, are you? Do you have other articles to speak yeah. about? Okay, we'll do that. That's more important. <laughs> Cloud storage for beta Windows 8 customers. Microsoft is offering integrated cloud backup service for Windows 8, Windows Server 8. Only limited customers can try it out, and is only available to Windows 8 beta users. But it does include eight gig or ten gigs of cloud storage. You mean like SkyDrive, but not 25? Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, draw something is a new Twitter scam. If you see something on Twitter about winning something from the app Draw Something, it's a trap. Anything? If you see anything on Twitter about winning anything, <laughs> anything. it's a trap. Right. Uh, anytime users post uh, anything regarding Draw Something, they receive a notice that they won a special prize. Users are tricked to filling out personal information for the prize. Twitter has been notified and we'll see if it gets taken down. Anytime somebody says you won something, it's most likely a trap. Especially on Twitter. Especially on Twitter. Twitter is like... Let's be honest. Twitter is like the asshole of the internet. Everything goes through it. <laughs> you know, it's just I see so much bullshit on Twitter. Some hot ass porn bots, though. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, yeah. at least it gives you something to look at. Yeah. yeah. Google Drive is coming this April. After much speculation, it seems that Google will be re- revealing its cloud-based storage system known as Google Drive sometime in late April. It will offer you 5 gigs of free storage space, which makes it even with Apple's iCloud, but more than doubles the free um, storage space that you can get on Dropbox. Yeah. So, yeah. What does BPA-free mean? BPA? Yeah, like on a cup. BPA-free. I have no damn clue. I bought a new water cup today, and it's BPA free. Woohoo! I guess BPA sucks. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, BPA right. blows. All Fuck right. BPA. <laughs> Let's uh, skim through these new releases because we're like, wow, going really long here. Well, you talk too fucking much. Um, <laughs> all right. Let me get back up to that point. <laughs> so Netflix, uh, Saved by the Bell, uh, Marijuana USA, Life, Switched at Birth, The Killing, Inter- Internal Affairs, Dr. Horrible Sing-Along, yeah. and I'm Rosen- reading yours, I'm sorry. Yeah. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are yeah, dead. Yeah, you can, you can read that one. <laughs> All right, and some games, a couple of games. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, Connect Star Wars that everybody's fucking jerking off about. Um, Tropico 4 Modern Times, Devil May Cry HD Collection, Skullgirls and Fallout 3 and Oblivion Double Pack. Whoa. Yep. Alright, in theaters we've got Titanic 3D on April 4th, Air Mm -hmm. Racers 3D on April 5th, American Reunion and one thing that I'm looking forward to Comic Con Episode 4 of Fans Hope. Yeah. That actually looks kind of cool. Uh, DVDs this week, we've got Chinatown, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Wow. Madonna's Truth or Dare, The Prophecy Collection, Yes. (laughs) the 1953 uh, Titanic, which is dramatically better than the modern one, (laughs) but visually, not quite so Not visually, no, but Torchwood, Miracle Day, War Horse, and We Bought a Zoo. Yay, We Bought a Zoo! (laughs) Comics, DC Comics. If I don't say the number, it's number eight. Action Comics, Animal Man, Batman Gotham, Shall Be Judged, Trade Paperback, uh, Batwing, Detective Comics, The Flash, Omnibus. Omnibus? Yeah. Right. Volume 2 Hardcover. (laughs) Uh, Flex Metallo, Man man of Muscle Mystery. (laughs) Yeah! Remember that cat, dude? God. He would would flex his muscles and reality would change. (laughs) 
Like he at one, I remember one time he flexed his muscles and he turned the Pentagon into a circle for a limited time. <laughs> so badass. Um, and then and then uh, words above his head would say, uh, "Hero of the beach." Yeah. <laughs> uh, Green Arrow, Hawk and Dove, Justice League International, Men of War, Night Force Two of Six, OMAC, Red Lantern, Static Shock, um, Stormwatch, and Swamp Thing. All right, in the Marvel universe, we've got. Age of Apocalypse number two, Amazing Spider-Man six eighty-seven, Avengers Academy twenty-eight, Avengers Hawkeye solo trade paperback, Avengers versus X-Men number one of twelve, Brilliant number three, Daredevil ten point one, Fear itself, the Fearless, the final Jesus issue, Christ. the final issue, thank God, uh, Hulk fifty. Uh, Marvel's The Avengers Prelude, Fury's Big Week, number three. New Mutants, 40. Secret Avengers, 24. Ultimate Comics, Spider-Man, number nine. Venom, 15. Wolverine and the X-Men, eight. And Wolverine and the X-Men, Alpha and Omega, number four of five. The beginning and the end, folks. The beginning and the end. Uh, Other distributors this week, uh, Voltron Year. It's weird how the title is. It's Voltron Year, then one, number one. (laughs) <laughs> um, from Dynamite, uh, Thirty Days Dynamite. a Night, Dynamite, Dynamite, uh, Thirty Days a Night, ongoing number six, IDW, Thirty Days of Night, ongoing volume one, trade paperback from IDW, <laughs> Cold War volume one, trade paperback from IDW. What's the last two, man? Uh, the last two is GI Joe number twelve from IDW and Danger Club number one from Image. Oh right, and in collectibles we have Heroes of DC Universe series two Batman bus, pretty sick. And what's the other one? The other one is the Doctor Who exploding TARDIS, the famous Picasso painting, which uh, I have on my wall. Yeah, that thousand piece jigsaw puzzle, going for seventeen bucks. The thing looks fucking. I was looking at, it, I was like, going, oh my god, nice. <laughs> All right, so this week, uh, big news came out in regards to the Fair Labor Association doing its independent review of three Foxconn facilities that make Apple products. Now, you guys may remember that Apple decided to, after getting reports of, um, you know, uh, what is it, uh, unfair treatment of uh, employees, yeah. they suicides. Yeah, they it was like two suicides. Uh, yeah, but the funny thing was is they didn't visit that facility. That's not funny at all. Yeah, and I was like, going, <laughs> really, they visit three, but they don't visit the one that had the suicides? That's some typical China nonsense is what yeah. that is. Well, this is an American uh, American committee that went into the Fair Labor Association. Is... That's some typical American nonsense <laughs> is what that is. So some of the things that they found uh, – oh, we did an article on thelazygeeks.com. Oh. And uh, – and they went to three of the plants, but the one plant, like we said, was called the uh, Shenzhen location, which is where the suicide in 2010 and 2011 occurred. Um, so during – they conducted interviews of 35,000 employees at the three locations, and 4% of the uh, people interviewed uh, were under the age of 18. However, in China, the legal working age is 16, but obviously because they try to keep the – Rules close to Americans 18 or over. Um, so what are you about? we can work here at 16. Well, most companies usually only 18 and over. I know. Because and of, it, I guess it's not a research well, into Taco Bell. Well, it's because of um, legal prosecution. 
if they're caught ah. and stuff like that, they can charge you as an adult. Ah. So some of the things that – some of the serious concerns that was taken from the report by The Verge we posted, and uh, average hours worked per week found to be 56. The legal limit is 49 hours a week, including overtime. Half of the workers reported there um, worked 11 or more days in a row. 33% of the workers said that they were, wanted to work more hours and feared further restrictions would lead to lower pay. While the factory workers make more than minimum wage in China, 64% said that they um, that their pay was not enough to cover basic needs. Minimum wage in the Shenzhen is uh, 1,500 RBM per month, which equates to about $220 a month. Um, yeah, but keep in mind, communist countries, so a lot of stuff... It works a little differently. I'm not saying they get a lot of money. I'm just saying that it that's a little bit more to them than it would be to us. Yeah. So they get about $220. And Foxconn, the starting salary of Foxconn equates to about 265 And after probationary period, they're raised to about $325 per month. Average reported salary at each factory was roughly about even, and they said to about 2000 they're roughly around like 2,600 RBMs, whatever China's fictional currency is. Wow, really? Yeah. Fictional currency? <laughs> they make it up as they go. What are you That's talking right. about? It's all the governments anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> unions do exist at Foxconn, but the FLA found that membership is primarily at the management level, and many production line workers reported they didn't even know a union existed. Nice. Uh, one of the FLA's main complaints is that Foxconn pays overtime in sections of 30 minutes, meaning that if a worker completed 25 minutes of overtime, Foxconn paid them no overtime and got a free piece of labor. Uh, the FLA requests that the routine and legal practices of posting the names of workers facing disciplinary action on the company's website and notice and um, notice boards in the uh, Gulan factory would cease immediately. Wow. That's <laughs> fucked up. He posts bad workers' names on the website. Yeah. <laughs> That's harsh. Young workers, 16 to 17 years of age, were found at hazardous areas such as CNC sections and in some positions that could possibly put them at risk of chemical or expo expose them to physical risk factors such as aluminum dust, noise, thermal conditions, and vibration. Or using an iMac. Ah. <laughs> and resigning from the job at Foxconn is extremely difficult. So many workers simply stop showing up, thus giving their outstanding weight, giving up their outstanding wages. Now, the one, the only thing that I'm confused about is that they're making more than minimum wage, but then they're saying they can't afford basic needs. So wouldn't that be more of a government problem? Just on this point. Because uh, the government's supposed to set the minimum wage. Well, the government so, sets the minimum wage, but the problem with a lot of these communist countries is the price of inflation. That's true, too. So, you know, when you have lower wages and everything goes up, yeah, it tends to be a problem. Uh, but a lot of times with companies like this, they, you know, or countries like this, is that they don't give a shit. Money goes to them anyway. <laughs> and that's the truth of yeah. it all, right? Yeah. They just don't give a shit. But my 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 thing has been one of the reasons that this, you know, like you read some of this stuff and you're thinking, well, yeah, it's bad. Um, but at the same time, you know, some people 
and I don't I really hate to say that it's Apple lovers, but I know it really is, is that a lot of them are are willing to kind of give Apple a pass. Like say, yeah. well they're pay, they're better than Nike or Dell or anything like that. Also, yeah, let let Walmart what, let Walmart do this, and they'll be picketing outside. Yeah, and see that's rallying a, on their iPhones. To get on yeah, because like that's that's what bothers me is because you get some people that will sit there and go, I don't go to Walmart because of the way they treat their employees. Really, if they got treated like what how they did here in China, they would be probably considered the upper echelon. And by the word, by the way, I worked at Walmart for two and a half years. It was a normal job. Yeah. Just, yeah. just FYI. You yeah. Know. You know, and it's funny because, like, in in my article, I said, you know, remember the things that we don't see are worse than the, than uh, are worse for mankind than the things we do. So next time you hop on Walmart for the treatment of their employees, think about the ones that put your iPhone or iPad together and remember what a hypocrite looks like. Exactly. Because it's true. Because- and it's even worse too, because your iPad and iPhone are being put together by people who have no other choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, I can't just go get a better job. Like, this is my job. <laughs> yeah, and and, to, and the, the sad fact of the matter is these are jobs that people want. These are the ones that they that people, you know, rush out to get. I mean, because the manufacturing community has all moved over there, you know, and people are like, well, why do they make it over there? If you if you're if you have to simp- sit there and ask. Well, why do they make stuff over there? You just shoot yourself because they only get paid like two hundred and twenty dollars a month. Yeah, you know, and, I mean, it's like come on. And you, average union workers probably get that in like a day, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, and then, I'm and exaggerating, of course, but you know, they're getting free overtime by doing the little fucking little scam. It's a scam, you know what I mean? It's, it's it the they don't have labor laws like we do. Yeah. Or Europeans do, or Australia does, you know, or Japan. You know, I mean, I can go on and on and on and on. And that's the thing is that you know, people will sit there and bitch about, you know, like, you know, like I said, you know, about Walmart, you know, and and but that's like they're here, you know. Oh, I don't like the way they treat their employees. Well, what about the people at Dell and Nike? You know, remember when we used to hear all that shit about Nike, about the sweatshop conditions, yeah. about making all that stuff? Where's that now? You know, it's like people are still paying two hundred fifty dollars for a pair of Jordans that were made there. Where's Michael Jordan now? Oh, yeah, I said it. <laughs> uh, but that's you know, and and that's the thing. And you know, I I posted on on uh, Facebook, you know, asking, you know, should Apple get a pass because they're better than some? You know, and and I don't I don't personally believe that they should. I mean, yes, Apple's a great product and it has you know, it, it you know they're the product in and of itself is great, but should because hipsters and you know people that want to be cool have an iPhone, oh well, they make such a good thing. I'd hate for them to to change it, but they do treat their better better than the other ones over there. I mean, if that's your defense, you know what? And I've been seeing <laughs> I've been seeing um, how Apple's been faring on the stock exchange. They can afford to bring some of those jobs back over here. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's I don't know. I mean, you know, people- and I'm 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 happy that humans are working, you know, wherever they are, but it's just so so much fucking. We're gonna go to China because we can treat these people like shit more, yeah. And that just kind of it makes America look bad, well, and we I'll- already look really bad. But also too, you know, because it's not in our face, it's over there, and yeah. China's so restrictive on what we see. I guarantee you that if we had more access to that. <sighs> 
we if probably, we saw it all the time. Yeah, if we saw it all the time, there would be a big different. There would oh, be yeah. a big different story. But the thing is, the, the one thing that bothers me about this whole thing was the fact that it was based off a fraudulent documentary that this guy made um, that spurned this whole thing. And but the thing was is that. The mainstream media, which it was picked up by the New York Times, and then it got you know all that media coverage. Places the tech industry, like I've known, like Adam and I have known about this stuff for a long time. Yeah, you know, Wired has been covering this even before the suicide in 2010. Yep, they were one of the few ones. That yeah, said, like when you when you brought it up, I'm like, they're still talking about this. Yeah, because I know it's not going to change. Yeah, so, you know, and I can't do anything about it. So, you know, what are you going to do? But but it's funny because it's like people act like, oh, this is new. No, it's not. It's been going this way since I think the first generation iPod. It's because just like you say, people turn a blind eye to it because it's not happening in our backyard. Yeah. You know, so every time someone speaks up about it, it's new news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's like we've we've all been knowing that um, the iPad and the iPhone have been been made since generation one, been made in shitty ass fucking places. Like that, pe- like honest people who are trying to make a living, but that are treated like shit, so we can have shiny things that they will never be able to afford. That that costs more than two months of their salary. You know, it, it, that's that's a perspective that most people not only don't know, but don't want to know when they're fucking playing Angry Birds and shit. You know, this is kind of bad, but I'm thinking, you know how all that stuff is made over there in China anyway. Where are the knockoffs made? The factory next door. Yeah. You know, the iFad, you know, (laughs) where they're blatant about it, though. They usually make it in like the their underground markets and shit. That's where you usually can find them. I don't know. They're made, though. I hate those little knockoff um, uh, fucking iPods. They look (laughs) identical to iPods. But as soon as you touch one, you're like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. You touch it, it breaks in your hand. You know, it feels like a light ass cheap plastic <laughs> i mean they're blatant about it like they they just like ipod epod you know it's like really you guys aren't even trying now well, see if you're gonna buy an electronic device from asia get it from japan yeah right yeah and most likely they're getting it made in china <laughs> so the problem is, is that mostly everything something can be traced back to china yeah and that's the funny thing is like you know we always try to oh we want to try to um, improve trade relations with China, but we won't want we don't want to do anything about the people that they abuse over there. I think another thing too is our government goes, well, that's their people. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but it's an American company that's yeah. doing it. You yeah, know? and China could easily turn around and go, it's your company that's being an asshole. Yeah, you know, we're just doing what you know. We're just following orders, you know. Yeah, we're just doing. What we've been doing all this time. You were the motherfuckers that come over here and go, "Oh, we can fuck people over now." <laughs> so I mean, who really looks like the dick here? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, and and it's just funny though, because like I was uh, on the verge and I was on CNET, and you know, uh, everybody was every tech community because I didn't hear shit about this on, you know. In, in the mainstream media, but, you know, tech news, I was reading a lot about it, and all the comments were people like, you know, anybody that came out and said, well, Apple's a little bit better, so they're okay, they got harped on by everyone. 
like all the Apple fans just came out and just like, well, you know, I mean, it's better than like what I mean, because, you know, Dell treats it. It's like going, OK, so we have it's to, not any better. It's the same thing. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, they may pay them better, but that's OK. You know, and everybody's like, well, the bar, you know, and the people that came out against were like, well, the bar's not set that high. And it just bugs me to the fact of like, well, they treat them better. So I guess that's OK. But it's, yeah, it's, it's like saying you you're allowed to fuck up, but you have to fuck up this much. Yeah, you know, to to for us to care. Yeah. I have to hate your product. Yeah. So in order for me to to really hate it, so like, because like you know, if if you know, it was my let's say Microsoft was doing that. Microsoft, evil corporation, we want them down. There'd be probably demonstrations and all that mm-hmm. bullshit out in the streets. But because it's Apple and everybody likes their iPad and iPhones, oh. You know, and as they're as they're watching the news, they're caressing and gently touching seductively their iPad. You know, caressing every curve and every. Oh. And you know what? There's nothing wrong. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with the little caressing. There's nothing wrong with the iPhone or the iPad. And and I can plainly say that, and still say what we're saying about China right now because China had nothing to do with those devices. They just put them together. Yeah. They, I mean, you can give a kid a box of a box of Legos and some instructions, and he'll build a fucking, you know, an awesome mausoleum. That doesn't mean he wrote the instructions or built the blocks. Right. You know, it's it's just, it's just that's all China ever does is they manufacture things and then copy they're, other they're, people's they're shit. They're doing what we gave up. Yeah. Like, like we used to manufacture all this shit here, but because. You know, everything was priced higher, and that's the problem with living in a prosperous country. Nobody wants to pay what an iPad would be. If an iPad costs five hundred dollars, five ninety nine. Yeah, if it was made in a, if it was made in America, triple that. Yeah. <laughs> Probably then, at most double it. But, but then the problem, the problem too is, and this is a problem with communism. And I've I've read this many times, learned it in school. Innovation is very lacking in a communist country. Yeah. So the only real thing you can do to have a prosperous communist nation is to manufacture shit that other people have invented. Right. So which leads to the glaring truth that communism can only exist when there are other countries who are not communists around to support it. Yeah. Come on. I mean, you know, the writing's on the wall. <laughs> what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Right. But all I all I know, I mean, this isn't a political debate, of course, but all I know is um, Karl Marx is an ass. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Karl Marx can suck a big fat no- <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Actually, brilliant man. Just saying. Um, I, I think you that – You read. <laughs> I read a little bit of his shit, asshole. <laughs> A li- like the cliff note, you know? <laughs> like the cliff note. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Sunday funnies version. <laughs> right. um, I think really the only thing else that can say that can be said is um, the the worst part about this is is that it will never change because everyone is sucking the proverbial nuts of Apple right now. Yeah. So no one will do anything about it. If, if it was if it was the you know, if it was I don't know. Who who sucks? If it was BlackBerry, yeah, doing this, it BlackBerry would be gone a fucking day. Everyone would be, would be pissed because people innately are selfish pricks. Yeah, and they'll 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 defend whatever they like. Doesn't matter what it what evil is going on behind <laughs> behind the scenes. If they don't want their little life to change, they'll just turn a blind eye. That's and, just the way it is. Yeah, and that's totally true. All right. Humanity 101. Yeah. <laughs>
All right. Well, on that, uh, let us know what you think. Um, you know, comment on this podcast on the site or on iTunes, and let us know what you think about this particular issue. Do you think Apple should get a pass for their work conditionings for their working conditionings being better than others, or do you think Apple should suck it like everybody else? <laughs> uh. Well, on that note, I think it's perfect time for some douchebaggery. Oh. So uh, my first douchebag is Facebook. Is nothing sacred? I mean, how far can trademarking go? Well, apparently very far if you listen to the news that's making its way around the interwebs regarding Facebook. According to the story reported by Ars Technica, Facebook is trying to trademark the word book, Facebook, the Facebook, and F logos, FB, Face, Poke, Wall, and 32665. Those 32665. Yeah, those random numbers at the end are the number that users can use to update their Facebook via text. Oh, yeah. 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 So it seems Facebook... I used to do that back in the pre-smartphone days. Yeah. Yeah, so it seems that Facebook is trying to trademark the most common words in the English language. I don't think this, those words will be trademarked as they are common in the language. And can you see TV shows and movies trying to get written permission from Facebook to say to use the line, there's something on your face? Uh, <laughs> at the same token, Facebook is revising their statement of rights and responsibilities to prevent account holders from to not use any of those terms on Facebook without express permission. According to the tech site, uh, which first reported the news that Facebook has 76 active trademarks listed at the U.S. Patent Office, including the letter F, Face, FB, Wall, Face Pile, and Friend Feed. Book is not yet on that list. I understand that while some words are only used to describe Facebook, you can't trademark certain words due to the fact that they describe various things. The situation tried um, to trademark his name, as did Snooky, but it failed. I think Facebook will have a hard time trademarking it, as will mobile uh, mobile phone providers want to ask permission to announce a Facebook feature on their next commercial. Or even we as Facebook users won't be able to say Facebook on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, poke That's me on stupid. Facebook. It, it totally is. I'm like, really, dude? Come on. It's it's almost like these big companies get bored one day and yeah. they just do stupid shit. What can we do? Yeah, what can we do to <laughs> fuck with everybody? Somebody's trying to earn a paycheck. That's what. That's right. <laughs> That's trying right. to come up with innovative ideas to yeah. shake the cage. Yeah, know? it's like, oh, I'm bored. Hey, what do you think if we guys try to let's let's try to trademark the letter F? Let's go ahead and use the letter F. Oh my. So God. we can't even say F you. Without owing Facebook some money. Or spell anything with F in it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> There'll be no more Fridays. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. All right. My, <laughs> my, next, my uh, second douchebag is maybe Logan's run was a good idea. For one 83-year-old grandmother – this comes from the Daily Telegraph in Australia – Uh, For one 83-year-old grandmother, the most confusing part of an Apple store wasn't an iPad or an iPhone. It was the front door. Evelyn Paswell, the former uh, Manhattan Fur Company vice president, is claiming that the tech company's signature glass structure is a menace to little old ladies after she failed to see the glass door at the Long Island location and smashed her face. Now, I want to know how fast she was going. (laughs) I know. <laughs> now the Queen's resident is suing Apple for $1 million, saying that the company was negligent. Quote, 
Apple wants to be cool and modern and have the type of architecture that would appeal to tech crowds, said her attorney, Derek T. Smith. But on the other hand, they have to appreciate the dangers of this high-tech modern agri- uh, architecture poses to some people. The slick design of Apple's retail stores have been credited for making uh, for help make the California location a top technological brand. But Ms. Pasquale became a critic in December last year after going to the uh, Manset store uh, in in New York to return her iPhone. So according to the store, Pasquale didn't realize she probably she- heard about those unfair business practices too. <laughs> to go to go to return her shit. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, they're approaching the store. Pascal didn't realize she was heading straight to the glass wall. <laughs> she smashed her face against it and broke her nose. She was claimed... she a bird? I know. She claims in the suit filed in the U.S. Eastern District Court, Federal Court. In her suit, she argues that Apple should have put marks on the glass for old people to spot. Uh, they have to be pretty big because most old people I know have bad eyesight. The defendant... Oh. Which is why she ran into the door. Yeah. Uh, quote, the defendant was negligent in allowing a clear see-through glass wall and or door to exist without a proper warning. In her, uh, her suit said. Warning glass door ahead. Miss <laughs> 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 Pascal decided to com- declined to comment to the New York Post. Apple officials and workers at the Manset store also declined to comment. Uh, small white warning strips could be seen on the glass on the store Friday, but it's not clear if they were in place when Pas- the Pascal What's the incident point occurred. Of having nice, clean, and this is New York City. Everything's made out of glass. Yeah. So. If what's the point of having nice, clean glass, looking real nice, real New Yorkish, you know, <laughs> and put a bunch of fucking white warning strips on it? <laughs> Why don't you just put the big yellow strips that you see on like cones? Well, that's the thing. It's like you put big warning cones out there. People still drive into them. So yep. <laughs> what the fuck? I think they should go back in the day and just everything should be a revolving door. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. But what? But how fast was she going to break her nose? I mean, was she like a yeah, well? Like she it was, doesn't. T- it honestly doesn't take that much to break your nose. Yeah, but it was like a bird, you know, like oh, there's a store, run right into the. Glass. She wanted to return that iPhone. Unfair business practices. <laughs> oh my god, that was so wrong. Jeez, <laughs> oh, what a dumb broad, dude. <laughs> Logan's run the good idea. This <laughs> that was wrong. Um, all right, so this one's this. My first one is titled "You're Using the Puppies Wrong." <laughs> Um, this is in Freedley, Minnesota, uh, and Anoka County, an Anoka County, Minnesota woman was jailed Thursday after throwing three one week old pit bulls at her boyfriend who allegedly broke her nose. Was a lamp not close enough by? (laughs) I don't know. The man, David Peter Remy, 25, was arrested on suspicion of third degree assault. The woman, Gabrielle Taiwan Allen, 20, (laughs) I'm don't <laughs> of spring lake park <laughs> was held on possible charges of animal cruelty the newspaper said both were in the An- anoka county jail on thursday together i don't know <laughs> uh freely police said the two argued where, in a parking lot where they threw where they threw other inmates at the yeah, i know freely <laughs> police said the two argued in a parking lot outside an apartment building um early thursday allen allegedly hurled the three newborn puppies which were huddled on the front seat of the pickup truck at Remy after he punched her in the face. The pups landed on the concrete and appeared to be uninjured, police said. So, 
Now, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have punched her in the nose. <laughs> that obviously shouldn't have happened. But her first defense was to throw puppy. Living, not even probably living things, defenseless living things. Good, as thing she didn't, good thing she didn't have a baby next to her, right? Oh. And, and and the way these people sound, you probably would have had a baby around her somewhere, <laughs> beating on each other in fucking Minnesota. Oh my god, dude! Should have threw this. Should have threw a banjo at him. <laughs> oh Jesus, I'm moving away from this one's fucking awesome. Um, my caption for this is, this is so good, I don't have a caption. <laughs> yeah. Um, a medical marijuana delivery man <laughs> called the cops on Friday night, claiming that he had been attacked by ninjas who <laughs> stole his weed. <laughs> That's right. Let that sink in for a minute. Ninjas. No caption needed, dude. <laughs> That's the story right there. That's it. That's right. It's a quote. As the delivery man was going back to his vehicle, he was approached by two subjects in ninja costumes who chased him. West Covina, California police. <laughs> of course. Police Lieutenant Alan Henley said. The delivery the delivery man delivery yeah, delivery man claimed the ninjas also took a bag of pot and money that he dropped. In our in our new favorite police statement of the year, the West Covina cops said they are unaware, quote of any other crimes involving suspects dressed as ninjas. <laughs> yes. First of all, anytime ninjas are involved, it's funny. <laughs> Unless it's like, you know, medieval times or whatever. But... <laughs> and, and you almost have to wonder, were there really people dressed up like ninjas? Or was or he that dude, a that guy, like a motherfucker and lost that shit? See, he had some PCP... After that, he was he found up in uh, Devo's chicken coop. <laughs> no, they, they sweating like a slave. No, he he was like, they were like, excuse me, where did the where did the me, 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 the medicinal marijuana? I smoked. I mean, ninjas stole it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stupid. They ninjas didn't steal shit. <laughs> Don't blame innocent ninjas. When you, you do know. that, it plays with my emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Worm. <laughs> oh, this is going to turn into a Friday bit. Oh, all right. All right. What, who is our... Do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? You can go ahead and read them. Okay. Because <laughs> you picked both of them. I'm exhausted tonight. Um, recently we reported about the Retake Mass Effect 3 movement. The goal of Retake Mass Effect 3 was to get by where to change or provide more detail on the ending of Mass Effect 3. By the way, for the person who commented, I didn't want the ending changed, I just wanted more detail, did that for you. Um, <laughs> the main way the leaders of this movement wanted to get Bioware's attention was a charity drive with Child's Play. They asked people to donate money to the charity in order to raise the attention of Bioware and possibly get the developer to change things in their favor. A lot of, confus a lot of confusion stemmed from this as people flocked to donate money thinking they were paying for a new ending. There was no guarantee that paying into Child's Play would get Bioware to do anything. Quote, we, we are dealing with a lot of very confused people more every day, and that told us we had a problem, said Penny Arcade's Jenny Hawkins, who runs with the, child, the Child's Play bit. Uh, apparently, some of the people give, giving to the cause seem to think that they were paying for a new ending to Mass Effect. Child's, Child's Play project manager Jamie Dillon was, quote, buried under mail, 
with people asking what the goal is and how much they are they needed to raise in order to get the ending produced. Soon after soon after PayPal contacted the charity due to a quote high number of donors asking for refunds as a result of this child's play has put an end to retake Mass Effect. This this entire incident has called Child's Play to enact a new rule to stop anything like this from happening again. Quote, Child's Play cannot be a tool to draw attention to a cause. Child's Play must be the cause. I think that's a fair rule. I also think it's pretty sad that a high number of people wanted a refund when they found out it wouldn't <laughs> change the ending of the game. You just donated to a children's charity... And you want the money back because the ending of your video game won't be changed? Think about that for a couple minutes. Yeah, let that sink in. All the people who ask for refunds, you are fucking douche bags for life. Oh, God. Fucking life, dude. And I don't care if they were young, old, fucking medium. I don't care if they were short, fat, skinny, tall, whatever. You are an asshole. Like, okay. You could have been like, oh, shit, I thought it, well... This is what a normal person does. Oh, shit, I thought I was paying for the ending to change. Ah, uh, well, you know what? I still gave it for the kids. Yeah, it's the kids. You know, and honestly, the people that were paying, thought they were paying for the new ending, you know, they weren't giving that much. Yeah. They wouldn't like they would drop, here's a couple grand, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They would probably drop like 20 bones. <laughs> if that, if that. Let me get, let me get my fucking, my fucking bills back. <laughs> let me get my five bucks back, bitch. <laughs> I mean, this, this, when I read this, I almost didn't want to report it because it was just so st- like I was getting angry. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, this is pathetic. You know, it's just that really put a scar on the gaming community. Yeah. Right it, there. it just basically says that, oh, well, if I'm not getting anything out of it, fuck the kids. Yeah. First, there was a scar on the gaming community for everyone being mad that the ending wasn't what they wanted. That was fail. Right. Um, then this whole refund bit you know it's the whole so who's the douchebag here basically retake mass effect is the douchebag yeah. here you know um i'm i know i know there was probably a, a large amount of people with retake mass Effect. they went oh well you know what money for the kids because i can't be the only one who thinks that way i can't and i'm an asshole you know what i mean and i'm thinking <laughs> that way i mean let's you know let's be honest you know what i mean i'm, I'm yeah, kind of an pretty, asshole. he's a he's pretty big asshole you know so it's like I mean, it's a like, huge asshole at times <laughs> true it's true we can dial it down a bit though um (laughs) it's i there's nothing else to say it's just that's that's a douchebag for you there you go you're welcome (laughs) all right well what about our uh can read this one i can read the i can read the 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 epic person this is pretty good too all right. Well, our epic the picture I chose for this. He looks like he's looking to the future. Yeah, I know. I saw that. I was like, going, wow. Uh, Kevin Le- or Ken Levine, the creator of Bioshock, was nominated by Time Magazine for one of the most 100 influential people of 2012. This is a, p- a pretty big deal for not only Mr. Levine, but the gaming industry as a whole. Ken is one of the two gaming industry figures to be in the list of nominees with Zanga CEO Mark Pincus filing uh, filling the man <laughs> filling the <laughs> second uh, spot. The list is comprised of 2012's leaders, artists, innovators, icons, and heroes that influenced that 
influence the most. Uh, you can vote for Levine, Pincus, or anyone you want that feels deserving of it at uh, Times 100, um, Top 100 poll. We have the link on the website, lazycoach.com. Uh, Levine is also the co-founder of Irrational Games and current creative director of Bioshock Infinite as well. See, it's, it's a little more difficult to read somebody else's writing. You see? Not every time, Every time I read a quote, I stumble a little bit. Like, uh, 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 yeah, but you put yeah, but this is someone's completely like this is your article, not mine. So at least I'm exactly familiar, I'm familiar someone, with it. Someone else wrote it, ergo me. Jesus, and you fucked up about three times. <laughs> Give it you up. You know who's the douchebag this week? You. <laughs> you make it a weak ass argument there. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's fucking one thirty in the morning. <laughs> All right, well let's uh, go ahead and get into some uh, site comments. Uh, Bound by Glory on Diablo 3 loses an employee. That's a well, badass name. Bro. Yeah, I know. Bound by Glory. <laughs> uh, was it? Uh, blood in, blood out. Uh, <laughs> nice site, straight and simple to the point. Thanks for posting your thoughts and information on Diablo 3. Keep up the great work as this is an amazing game once released. You know what? You're welcome, sir. <laughs> Since I wrote that article. Uh, Paranic Films... Now, I posted a trailer called The Dark Knight Rises in Lego, which, if you haven't seen it yet on the site, is fucking <laughs> amazing. So spot on. And uh, I, I, I told that you know these guys have done quite a few different shorts. They've done Batman and Robin, Indiana Jones, Harry Potter, all sorts of stuff. And it's done just it's just done really cool. And you know, I, I this is actually after we posted it. Not saying that we were any part of it but it's starting to get more um play on the internet no we we're we're the reason it's popular well the <laughs> the makers of the film actually commented and said with uh the power of google search i can thank you in person thanks <laughs> yeah that was pretty that was a pretty cool moment yeah because it was pretty sick it was. Know, so it was it was cool to have uh you know we obviously weren't the reason it's popular because it's sick you know but um I don't just, know, just talented cats. The 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 animation for the uh, if you watch the mouth, it was like spot on. Yeah, perfect. I was like, it oh was my. so sick. Bane, the way they use the little yeah. mask and all that, it was just, <laughs> it was so cool. If uh, you haven't I, watched it, you need to watch you it. You need now. to watch it. You yeah. need to watch it. All right. So recommendations this week. I've got a couple. I just. Um, this week I wanted to recommend a few podcasts that I've been listening to lately, and they vary in topics, but I think they're enjoyable and manage to keep uh, my interest, you know, week to week. So the first one out the door is the Indoor Kids. It's a video yeah. game podcast on the Nerdist Network, and it's hosted by Kumal Nanjani and Emily Gordon. It's a, they are a married couple that love to play video games, and it's it's. And they always seem to keep the conversation going. And it's rare to find a married couple that's that extremely passionate about video games. And it's a really good listen. You should check it out. Um, the next one is uh, Smodcast Network. And it's Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Adam turned me on to this one. And it's a lot of fun. They take their live performances and make them available for you to listen for free. So if you Yay. yeah, if you like watching them live, this is the next best thing. The humor gets crude, but what do you expect from Kevin Smith? Um also, the, another, um, the original Smodcast with Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier, his producing partner, is a great time. Uh, the recent one I listened to, they spoke about The Godfather to The Music Man to The Last Starfighter. It's just, it's just a great way a conversation goes. And if you ever look at the, some of the great conversations that you have, they cover probably the same gamut. Like you'll be talking about getting high, and then you're talking about how to, um, how to uh, 
to 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 cure hunger and then about the chicks at the strip club you know that's yeah. the kind of gamut that you would cover just kind of like a normal conversation for most dudes yeah um so if you're a movie fan though great one to listen to lastly the nerdist writing panel is a great interview podcast for people that want to understand the art of writing television and film uh, hosted by professional writer Ben Blacker, he interviews and gets insight from groups of writers that include Dan Harmon from Community, Damon Lindelof from Lost, as well as wrote Star Trek, uh, uh, part of the Transformer movies, um, Aliens and Cowboys and Aliens, and Vince Gilligan from Breaking Bad, to name a few. Very insightful and very cool. If you want to learn some tricks of their successful trade, this is definitely something you should check it out. So that's my podcast uh recommendations for this what, what's your that? recommendation to be completely honest i really didn't do anything new this week um <laughs> just because i've been caught up in some personal stuff but um rift online which hookers. was a previous what hookers yeah well yeah, no. yeah. uh rift online well okay i'll recommend hookers uh, <laughs> <laughs> rift online was it one down the street <laughs> That's right. Rift Online was an MMO that I I recommend re- recommended in the past. They just recently switched to um the same kind of format that um uh World of Warcraft has with their little freemium thing where you can have levels 1 through 20. Uh you can play through that for free, no time limit. Um which is cool. I mean, it's a great game. I really like how they handle their class system. It's really it's really cool. I just like it. And the graphics are good. The you know, it's 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 like World of Warcraft, but it's different enough, you know, where you're not like, What the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> um of course if you're a World of Warcraft fan, you will say, What the fuck? every time you look at it. What the fuck? So <laughs> uh, I, I do suggest giving it a download, checking it out, and you know, who knows, you might want to go to level twenty one. Might want to go all the way, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, before we head out, we want to remind you all that if you want to read more about these stories we talked about, uh, you can check out the website at thelazygeeks.com. And uh, be sure to like our Facebook page and add us to your circle on Google+. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at thelazygeeks, or you can follow myself at lazy underscore nomad, or you can follow Adam over there at lazy underscore sapien. Hi. Uh, <laughs> you can even email us at thelazygeeks at gmail.com. Don't forget, if you're interested in reviewing stuff for the site, uh, go ahead and send your um, samples to thelazygeeks at gmail.com. Uh, and put in the in the uh, mess in the uh, bar, put uh, uh, review submission. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash thelazygeeks, one word. Uh, we have uh, special content on there as well as trailers and vlogs and all that kind of cool stuff. Uh, the Lazy Geeks theme is provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So it's about time for us to check out, so please be sure to comment on this or any podcast, either on iTunes or the website, thelazygeeks.com. Tell us the good, the bad, and the incredibly sexy. And uh, be sure to leave a comment, because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. Remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. So until next week, a peace out. Ugh.